Welcome to another episode of Monday Funday Podcast. I'm your host, Ahmed Al-Qadri. And if you could speak Arabic, Ahmed Al-Qadri. Guys, I have a great guest with me today. Uh, he's nice. He's sweet. He's tall. He's handsome. He's uh, he's Palestinian. Oh, I think that might be more of a setback. But anyways, guys. <laughs> now, now, do you say that this person is a great guest with all your guests? Uh, I usually say I, uh, no, cause I have a special form of love for each of my guests, hey, you know? Hell yeah. So like, like the way I love you is, is different. The way I love Chase, our last episode, right? which is different. Mm. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I think that I do my, if you could speak Arabic, Ahmed Qadri intro. Yeah, you did. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, it's my, it's, it's my, uh, it's. It's it's what I do every every episode. The breadcrumbs and breadheads they wouldn't understand it. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "Wait, am I even listening to an episode of Monday Funday podcast?" But uh, guys, everyone, please put a round of applause to Yazid Suleiman. My voice How's it going, guys? Welcome to uh, this is fun. I'm excited for. He said, "Welcome to." It's okay. You're just a guest. <laughs> Relax. This is one of. This I'm is... actually taking over this podcast. I know, right? <laughs> Right, right. I mean, if anything, like, like this is a very like do what, uh, very like laid back podcast. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, we don't need to follow a certain theme or anything. I just ask you the question that I asked you earlier, which is, what's a good piece of advice you were given? Who told it to you? And where were you in your life when you were given that piece of advice? But before you answer that, mm-hmm. let's tell the audience how we know each other, bro. Yes. So, um, our friend. Mutual friend, uh, Michael Al Baghdadi. I need to hurry up and get him on this podcast. But yeah, yes, man. Like. Yeah. So, um, I actually originally never met him in person when I reached out to him. So the way I reached out to him was through my friend Rami, who's also a comedian. And uh, he's like, oh, like I was trying to get spots over here in California. It was my first time performing here. And uh, he said, yo, reach out to Michael. He's good people. I was like, all right, bet. So I reached out to uh, Michael and I asked him about a few shows. He's like, oh, you should reach out to Ahmed, you know. And I was like, all right, cool. And then. Uh, Within that same week, I also talked to Reem, Reem Yeah. And uh, Reem... Um, She's I a call, guest uh, Reem, of this pod. Everyone yeah. knows her. Yeah. We love her. The breadcrumbs know her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but Reem's good people. And then she like uh, she was actually one of the first comedians I met like when I first started doing stand-up. Oh, yeah? yeah even like before before Rami, before T5. So. Oh, shit. I'll, I'll get into T5 in a bit. But um, yeah, so... Uh, when I was talking to her, she's like, oh, did you hit up Ahmed? I was like, Ahmed who? He's like, oh, Ahmed Qadri. He's like, oh, like Michael was just telling me about him, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So then that's how I reached out to you on dude, Instagram. I'm a little whore, dude. <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows, dude. My name is just getting thrown out like a little <laughs> everywhere, huh? <laughs> yeah, so and then I... Uh, He's I real easy, that Ahmed Al Qadri fella, yeah. I tell you. <laughs> He's so easy. Yeah, man. <laughs> He's passed around all over Los Angeles. <laughs> he could double fist a mic real well. <clears throat> I'm, I'm imaginary grabbing like the mic right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what's, well. I'm glad they. Uh, yeah. So that's we reached out to reach out to each other on Instagram. Uh, we linked up here for the first time, and then of course um, he makes content on TikTok. I make content on TikTok as well. So. Um, yeah, we hit up a few mics together. We did a video together, and uh, we played Smash, and then we smashed. So hey, this was- <laughs> amen, amen. That's that's and that's how bro friendships are made. Exactly. You know what I mean, like Smash Brothers, bro relationships, mm-hmm. bro relationships. <laughs> it it was half bro, half Chinese accent. <laughs> bro relationship. <laughs> bro relationships. Yeah. 
And um, yeah, yeah. When you hit me up, I was out of town. I was in Louisiana, wasn't I? Yeah, I think the first. Or I was in Austin shooting. Yeah, because I was staying here for a whole month. So the first uh, few weeks, I believe you had a sh you were shooting something in Austin. Yeah. Okay. And it was then, in Austin. And yeah. And then you came here, and then we. And then we hung out. That's yeah. right. I remember. And then I and then I hoard you around town. I remember picking you up, and I took you everywhere I did. Yeah, we we chilled. We chilled at the uh, the the comedy store we hit up uh, mike we went to motherland comedy that oh uh, yeah that uh, rob and, hayes and andrew uh Heroflo, uh run so i actually just did that show really yeah how'd it go it went really good um that show is it's a great show like a lot of times food and comedy don't go well correct but with this show like you, when you have amazing hosts like rob like andrew just running that people who have been in the game in a while like they know how to just control that room and correct. that's like even like even if that's the case because people are eating within like the first two comics that go up you yeah. know uh, so it's like sometimes it's a little bit rough on them but um but they bring the best of the best so like they bring good comedians yeah. out there i should message him i need to get back i want to get back on that show because yeah. i like i i love those kind of shows because mm -hmm. i could just work out material there mm -hmm. um um like actually i did uh like the show in Pasadena that you and T5 missed out on, yeah. uh, which is fine. Mm. Well, like it was, <laughs> but it was one of those shows where like, it was a very interesting set. Half of the audience, it was a, it was at a rundown bar in the back room of a house that's not used anymore. It was very weird. Mm -hmm. And the first half of the audience was all older black people and they mm -hmm. all live around the neighborhood. This was like deep Pasadena. Right. It was, and then and then in the back of the of the bar was all uh, like young diverse crowd, mm -hmm. and it was funny because there was some most of them everybody enjoyed like I I, I thought people weren't enjoying it but. After the set, people come. Everyone came up to me from both demographics, and they liked my set. But anyways, uh, I have a funny story about that because uh, there was this older black lady in the back. She was just staring, like like she had her face, like um, her face was just resting on her hand, just looking at me, like. And I didn't. She was. She wasn't really laughing. But then at the end of my set, when I get dirtier and raunchier, that's when she started laughing. Mm -hmm. But I didn't think she didn't like me in the first half of my set. And then I'm passing out stickers. And then uh, she goes, baby, I want a sticker. And I was mm -hmm. like, you like my set? She goes, oh, I liked you. But but come here closer. <laughs> I like sex jokes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, I like it nasty. Oh, whoa. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay. So I started telling her, like, I didn't even, I don't really have that many sex jokes uh, but I started like telling her like some, I started improvising. I was like, yeah. So I was a little white girl the other day and she goes, Ooh, yeah, you so I was like giving this, this and she starts <laughs> laughing. And then her friend was like, what is he saying? And then like, I started talking about like, like, and then they were just loving it. Mm. I was making them, la I was giving them their private little dirty comedy show in the corner. Uh-huh. And they did get my stickers, so that nice. was cool. <laughs> Where'd you put the sticker? Did you stick it on them, like their like their forehead? No, they just put it on their shirt. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <Hell> yeah. <laughs> and they were, I don't know, it was, but then again, like I did, I, I used to do a lot of black rooms in 2019, and I was like, oh yeah, like a lot of like older generation black rooms, like they love sex jokes because mm -hmm. it's very taboo. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's um, it's it's almost the same, like. Um, Whenever I do my sets, a lot of the times they hit 
with a black crowd more than they do with a general crowd of other be like white Hispanic. I don't know what it is. Um, Guys, I mean, a lot of my sad talk about working at a hood gas station, you know, and managing one, what what it's like. Well, they relate to it. More. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, it's like, so it, it re- they relate to it a lot more. And like, when I performed for like a full on black crowd for like the first time, that's when I knew I was like, I need to dig deeper with this. I need to talk <laughs> more detail about this. So it's like, so that way, it's it's more of a relatable feeling, right? You know? And even if it's not, it still hits like with most rooms, but it's like with with them, they just they. They take it in so well. Yeah. So it's just, um, and I love it. I love it. Yeah. Man. So it's yeah. Just, well, I, what I love about black rooms, like the, uh, the, the audience is so honest mm-hmm. and, and they give you room to talk about anything you want. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not. And when they're quiet, when you bring up a subject, it's not about why is he talking about it? It's more of a, okay, you're talking about this. What's your point with this? Mm-hmm. And if you say a point that they don't agree with, they're going to let you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like if you, if, if you bomb in a, in, in a full on black room, like it hurts. <laughs> it, it, well, like, yeah, it hurts. There's something different about yeah. a black room bomb, dude. Yeah. It's just like, it, it hurts. You know? So like <laughs> it's happened a few times where I tried some new stuff that they didn't really like. And then they're like, I like this one woman, like after like halfway through my set, I said, she goes, Next. Oh no. Next. You know? And what's funny, next was my boy Rami, who looks damn near identical to me. So yeah. I'm just like, well <laughs> What are you talking about being out of? Um, a little bit, but not too much. Like I don't really dabble too much into that sort of realm of comedy. Like I touch upon it just a little bit about my identity, but not too much. Right. Um I really just love like the gas station stuff. It's good. About. No, it's you. Yeah. I love your gas station material. Yeah, I think it's, it's very it's, authentic. It's, yeah, it's yeah. authentic. It's 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 true to me. It's what I've experienced and what I'm no, still, I exper- say, still experiencing. I say so. dig deeper. I mean, how yeah. like uh, and again, it's like how long have you been doing stand up actually? So four years now, and yeah, I uh, I started in. Uh, this was in my university. So me and my homies, um, I was just telling them a story, you know, I, I, I always just love telling stories like to my yeah. friends, just whatever weird things that happen in my life. Yeah. And then, um, one day I'm telling them a story and then they're saying like, yo, why don't you just do stand up, man? I was just like, Oh, I never done stand up. Well, you've seen stand up. I'm like, yeah, all right. Well, there's an open mic tomorrow. We're signing you up. Right? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> where was it? This was at my university at UIC, mm-hmm. uh, in Chicago. So I was like, all right. So they're like, that open mic wasn't like a comedy open mic. It was like for any type of art, like, like rappers. Oh, poets, I, whatever. yeah. I've, d- I've done that before too. Yeah. So was that was 18. like, so that was like my first like ever like show. So like, it was like literally 24 hours or less than 24 hours before. I was like half-assed writing the story. I was like, all right, like this should be good, you know. And then like I got I was excited, and then um, yeah, my, my my homie Ali like calls me up on stage. You know, I go up, and my first time ever performing, I did like close to fifteen minutes. Really? Like, and it just felt natural. It was just like there's maybe like sixty people in the audience. Uh, some of them friends like within the university. Like mm-hmm. others were just like other people within the community of the university that like knew of me. But like didn't really know, you know. So yeah. it was just, I was just telling stories, and then like, like it was like when I look back at it now, obviously there was a lot of ums, there was a lot of thinking, there was a lot yeah. of like trying to remember the next joke. Um, obviously no repetition. Obviously it's my first, it's my, fir- it's my first time. You know yeah. what I mean? So it was, but that first time was really like they loved it, and I was just like, oh man, like I think I found my calling. You know? So Hell like, yeah! This was that was like the the start of it. <laughs> 
And then uh, <laughs> and it's been downhill ever since. Fuck, <laughs> the worst, man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but I mean, it's like I thought I was like, yo, man, I want to keep doing this, and then mm-hmm. like it didn't humble me until like I bond for the first time. Yeah. You know? Um, and that was where I was like, yo, I need to work on my stuff. Right. I need to like. I need to take this seriously. So for a few months, I was like writing, writing, writing. And then um, I was going to get into T5. So my homie Eunice that I went to high school with, he uh, transferred to the same university as me. But I didn't, I didn't really know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know until we ran into each other at the bus stop. Right. So I was, yeah. I was on the bus like like to the university. And then like he comes on the bus, you know. I was like, oh, snap. You know, like, what the hell? Like, yeah. I haven't seen you since, like, in, in, uh, in a while. Since so high so we, we, had, we, had, we, had, we had a conversation before about stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. um, but we never, like, both dabbled into it together, you know? Right. So then, uh, but then he was telling me about, like, oh, I just seen, like, you perform, like, the other day. Like, I'm glad you started doing stand-up. Like, if you have, and he's like, if you have, like, uh, keep an eye out for any, like, um, spots, like, to perform. Like, I'd love to perform with right. I'm like, hell yeah. So we hit up a... Um, that same day, I find that our university was doing a last comic standing mm-hmm. uh, thing, and they do this every year. And every year, they uh, the, whoever the winner of the last comic standing is gets to open for their guest comic that they bring every single year. Yeah. So the year before, they brought Hassan Minhaj. You know. Oh shit. Yeah. So um, I'm assuming he won that. Yeah. So year. then, so so yeah. So we did it together. Like, oh yo, Eunice, like, there's this coming up. All right, let's go. So we do it together, and. Uh, Eunice wins and I was just like yo let's go so like uh, and then when when he won like I was so happy we we're like dude let's keep this going so for like a whole year we kept it going and then um uh our, my boy Rami reached out to me on Instagram I didn't know him at the time mm-hmm. like and, uh, he like he just followed me he's like hey like uh I see you do stand up and he also reached out to Eunice for the same thing like hey I see you guys do stand up um I'm thinking of getting a group together doing like throwing a show like, would oh, you guys be down? Okay. We don't know this guy, you know? Yeah. So but like, he was looking for Arab comedians around Yeah, there. like, uh, just the Muslim comedians, like, who are within, like, the Chicago, yeah. you know? So we're like, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah, Muslim, Arab, yeah. So um, I meet him, me and Eunice meet him, and then um, him, Rami and Eunice had a few mutuals, so that's how they got closer, but then, like, um, I'm, uh, he, so when I meet him for the first time, um, he's telling me about the idea, then he's telling me, like, yo, if you know any other stand-up comics that you know of, like... Hit them up if they see be down, if see if they'd be down. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my brother's best friends, who went to also the same university as me, I remember he did stand up comedy. I didn't really know him like that. Yeah. But I was like, hmm, like, like, let me ask him. Let me see. Let me see if he'd be down. Mm-hmm. Reached out. He said, Yeah, I'm down. That so was it, Momo. That's Adil. Adil. Yeah, okay. that's Adil. And then uh, Rami reached out to Momo, who was also interested in comedy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we all met up at a Starbucks. Um, all five of y'all? Yeah, summer of 2018. Uh, we all linked up. and That's then Ra- adorable. Ra- so Rami proposed the idea of Terminal 5 Comedy, a.k.a. T5. Yeah. And um, for those who don't know, Terminal 5 Comedy is, or Terminal 5 is the O'Hare International Terminal in Chicago um, at the airport. And there was five of us, and each each one of us is from a different country. So two of us are from, Palest- are, are from Palestine, one guy's from Iraq, one guy's from Pakistan, one guy's from India. Gotcha. So it's like a group of international dudes right. just doing comedy. So cute. Yeah, and at the <laughs> airport. So <laughs> Yeah, at the airport, right. Yeah, no, but um, we started it, um, and what brought us even closer was um, four or five months before, Rami Youssef um, on Hulu um, was doing his HBO stand-up comedy special. Um, you said, wait, 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 you just said Rami on Hulu was yeah. doing his HBO comedy special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So Rami Yusuf, yeah, Rami he had a show Rami, on Hulu. Rami, but Rami Yusuf was doing the filming for his HBO stand-up comedy special. It was in, in Chicago. Chicago. Filmed in Chicago. Oh, right? that circle. The oh, really? Yeah, that was in Chicago. That I thought it was in New York. No, no, that was in Chicago. Mm. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, I he hated had, that he, special. He had, yeah, <laughs> we talked about this yesterday. I, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Well, you were there in the moment. Yeah, that's but true. But then when you go, re- okay, Yazid, knowing what you know now about comedy, mm-hmm. go rewatch it. Yeah, I'll rewatch it. And you're be like, and then you're gonna call me like, okay, I knew everything that you said, Ahmed. I agree. Maybe, maybe we'll see. <laughs> okay, okay. But uh, but anyways, so um, he had a seven o'clock show, and then he also had a nine o'clock show. I go me so I hit up Eunice. Um, I was able to get tickets. So I was like, "Yo, Eunice, you want to go with me?" He's like, "Yeah, let's go." So we go together, and then um, and the show was great. So then, fast forward to the Starbucks when we linked up at the Starbucks, um, we mentioned the Rami Yusuf um, a show, and then they're like, "Wait, you were at that show too? Wait, you were at that show too?" So all of us were at that same show at that same time, and we barely even knew each other. That's at the time. so cute. So then we were like, <laughs> so they're like, "Yo, this is this is this is written." Yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah, we've been uh, so it's four years now. Been doing comedy, um, three years with 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 them, uh, and it's good because y'all y'all. Uh, I met all y'all last night, and it was so cool. Well, I didn't meet Adel. Yeah, no, Adel is in uh, in back in Chicago right now. Yeah, but, well, I meet him inshallah in May. Yeah, 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 he's good people, man. But um, yeah, and I I just love y'all's chemistry together, and the mm-hmm. fact that you guys like in a way y'all push each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all push each other in uh, and writing and writing and filming and all those other stuff mm-hmm. and um, and y'all have that podcast together. It's just the whole thing. I I admire that so much, and mm-hmm. I wish like yeah. I wish I I had something like that because yeah. I started comedy in Texas. There was only one other Arab comedian at the time. There mm-hmm. was uh, his name was uh, Mo, obviously yeah. <laughs> Mo, <laughs> Mo and Ansari. Shout out to him. I actually just talked to him recently. But uh, what's so funny is he and I we used to always call each other. Uh, I was he was Abu Khatir and I was Ibn Khatir because we would try to push each other of who could say them like we'll do our sets, but then who could get away with like a, a fucked up joke in front of that crowd? Uh-huh. So it was like. If it was like a black crowd, could you say a fucked up black joke? Could you say if it was a white crowd, wow. could you say a fucked up white joke? Was, we did it for like <laughs> two. We did it for like a couple of weeks, and we're like, let's stop this. But we still call each other like Abu He doesn't do comedy anymore. He's now like you know. Every time I hear he he's now like uh, in uh, engaged. He bought a house. Like he has a good job. Like every time I hear about like a comedian that quit comedy and they just do like you know normal adult life, I just think of it like you got out of prison. Like oh <laughs> shit, really? You quit comedy? Damn, he had it up. All right. Yeah. Good job. Um, it's um. But what but what I'm saying is what you guys have like uh-huh. I moved to, moving to LA. It's like I didn't have anyone at that level. Right, or right. Whatever. It was just like you guys are all starting out. You guys are all doing stand up together. Push each other. Make yeah, each other. Like, it's kind of like it's, like the it's way a it, good thing. The way the way it worked out was just beautiful. And um, I mean, I'm, it's not to say that everything is like sunshine and rainbows. You know, it's like it's like we all have our ups and downs. You know, sometimes we have like rebuttals with each other. Oh, of course. And then it, it happens. It's it's a group. You know, it happens. Yeah. It's like. Uh, uh, but it's um, we get through it, and then like we make sure we're all on the same page when it comes to doing shows. And um, which, by the way, like uh, we'd love to um, have you on our next show. show. Oh yeah, because so right now we're we're planning the tour out. We're still uh, listing out all the cities, but we do have LA and SF confirmed. 
So we're still in when the is works. the LA show? LA is May twentieth, I believe. Yeah, that's a Saturday. Oh yeah, I think I but have that in my in my uh, planner or in my schedule. Yeah. So um, yeah, because May fifth and sixth, I will be in Chicago. That's mm-hmm. when I'm seeing you guys. Yeah, and then um, even like. Um, and then like even like we're also we're thinking of um right now we're, we're booking dallas and houston so um if we do plan dallas like would you prefer like to do your hometown like, oh i could dallas? do either way yeah, yeah 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 we'd love to and then like of course like now the guys know you and it's uh yeah like, let me know uh let me know uh dallas would be tough because i'd have to fly do the show and fly back mm-hmm. you know what i mean when when would be the dallas show probably sometime in june but yeah Let's oh no, June! I have uh, I'm doing uh, my turning uh, Ahmed's turning thirty uh, tour, which is a different stand up tour. Oh, it's what are you turning thirty? I turned thirty June eighteen. Oh wow! Yeah, so I'm going to Bonnaroo. What's Bonnaroo? It's a music festival. Okay. And I'm taking uh, a good amount of hugs there. Mm. And then the next weekend, I'm going to Electric Forest, which is another rave festival. Mm. And I'm going to be hugs? doing even more hugs mm. over there. Yeah. <laughs> I turned 30. Khalas, dude. <laughs> turned 30? And then I'm done with hugs. No, I say that, but I'm probably not. Okay. <laughs> I probably not. But the thing yeah. is, knowing you, like, I feel like you're like either same age or younger sometimes. I'm just like, oh, this guy's like 25. This guy's like 26. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm just like, okay. Dude, all of the T5 thought I was their age. Yeah. And then I'm like, no, dude, I turned 30, bro. <laughs> Man, uh, we're man, we're well, getting there. We're getting there, man. We're, it's it's a. I don't want to think about thirty. I'm like twenty seven right now. I'm like, ah. oh, you're fine. <laughs> twenty, but where you're at is good. Twenty seven. I was at a good age. Uh, twenty eight. Twenty seven. Twenty eight is when I started TikTok. Mm. And you're already like you are ahead of me from when I was your age. So no, you're no, no, killing no. it. No, no, no. Walla, you're dude. doing great. No, bro, dude, like you're like. I admire you, bro. Like, oh, you know, stop, like, bro. No, 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 I admire you. No, you. No, admi- I admire no, you. I admire you. No, I admire you. No, I admire you. The rest of the podcast, because it's not vid- this Monday Fun Day is not video anymore, so it's audio. All they hear, they're driving to work right now. All they hear. That's all they hear. Um, I can just imagine someone just like in traffic, just hearing this, just like. They crashed their car, and then like a guy like runs over to their car's car. Sir, are you all right? (laughs) (laughs) That's what's up. Oh my god! No, what 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 you guys have is it's really nice. It's special, and um, yeah. To be honest, like I like I I almost always say this, but like if I. If I never met the guys, if I never like started doing the tour with them, like I probably would have quit comedy like a long time ago. Oh, dude, comedy is so fucking tough. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's the community that keeps you going. Yeah, man, it's, it's the like it's like we, like we we built a community, we built this uh, bond like as, as like uh, this brotherhood together, and it was just like that. I never thought like I would within like uh, like I guess an entertainment level and a stand up level, you know. So I was just like, because I I understood in the beginning that like stand up is, is is this solo journey you know it's it is it is, it it, is. i know? will i will okay i have a question mm-hmm. and and have you guys thought about this cuz i'm sure y'all have mm-hmm. um i i loved uh 
Goat Face comedy. You've heard of Goat Face. Yep. It was Hassan Minhaj, Fahim Anwar, Aristotle Atari, and Asif Ali. Mm. They were boys. They did shows to get they did sketch shows together. They did YouTube sketches and all that. But then and and not like, you know, they no hard feelings. They all love each other still, I'm sure. Mm. But their careers all went it went different ways. Right. Aristotle did SNL. Fahim is killing it as a stand up doing he just did Fallon. Mm. Hassan Minhaj is you know, fucking with dis- dictators. Yeah. <laughs> Asif Ali is ki- Asif Ali just was just on Don't Worry, Don't Worry, Darling mm-hmm. with Arias. Like they're all of their writing, careers. Writing and filming for like a lot of uh, shows that they just worked. Uh, Asif Ali just worked on uh, Deli Boys. Um, oh and, yeah, and they, and they filmed Dude. that in Chicago too. Yeah, and I'm yeah. friends with uh, the guy who wrote it, mm-hmm. Ali. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually he and I used to we used to do mics together. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He was he was really smart. Um he's he's like very into like the writing, producing, acting like that world. Right. I love acting. Mm-hmm. Um I'm trying to get more into the acting. I mean, I shot that web series right, um, right. that I'm very happy about. Um I will say after, but I'm there's another project this year. Hopefully, it's in pre-production right now. But mm-hmm. hopefully, like I will be, um, I will be acting in this like movie. So that nice. would be cool. Hey, props, um, bro. But I'm very nervous because it's a. I don't want to say too much, but basically, like I, uh, I let's just say like I'm gonna hire an an acting coach, but as well as an accent coach, because mm. the part where, like, my Arabic is good. But it's my Yemeni Arabic is not perfect mm-hmm. because I learned Arabic. I grew up in Dallas, and we were the only Yemeni family over there. Right. Uh, there was another Yemeni family. They're Adeni, mm-hmm. and they had a different slang. <laughs> they had, like, right. they would say this instead of kura, we say so- first ball. You say kura, right? Yeah. And uh, they say like, bring me the ball. They say habli al kubba. Mm. Like that's Adani Arabic wow. in Yemen, yeah, South Yemen, yeah. Mm-hmm. So their Arabic is different. So like, I my Arabic was around. I grew up with Palestinians and Lebanese, so I was basically like, <laughs> I was like, you know how that cat that was raised with pit bulls, and now the cat thinks it's a pit bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my Arabic. Mm. Like my Arabic is a combination of all different dialects. It is not even that good. Um, Mm-hmm. Right now, Muhammad, my brother, and my mom, and my older brother, they're in Yemen, and I kind of want to just go to Yemen just to make my Arabic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's make how, it better. I mean, that's how my Arabic, because I went to like a private like uh, Islamic and uh, Arabic school when I was a kid, um, but I didn't really learn Arabic until I lived in Jordan for three years. So I spent middle school in Jordan and mm-hmm. Urdun. So we, uh, and that was straight three years there. So I didn't come back here to the States um, in those three years. So it was, wow. So I was just like around people because you don't really truly learn the language and understand it until you like, you're surrounded by people who right. speak it all the time. Yeah, you, know? you so can only, yeah, I, I feel that way with everything in life. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can only read so many books, but you have to go do the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, how many times uh, you finish a show People come up to you like, hey, you were funny. And you're like, thank you. And then you go. And then they go, yeah, man. Like, yeah, I'm like kind of a comedian myself. Yeah, I write a bunch. Yeah, dude, I have like three, four pages of like written material. (laughs) I have like like 80 minutes of written material. And I'm like, have you gone on stage? And they're like, no. I'm like, yeah, that's probably like. You probably have like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they and they get like like they get taken aback. 
Have yeah, that ever yeah. happened to you? Like the, the like we had this happen at a um, we we were performing at a university, um, and after the show, this guy goes like. Uh, at first he goes like, oh man, I know one of your members from your group, you know? And then we're like, like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, he said he's going to put me on to the next show you guys have. We're like, like, first of all, like everything goes through us, you know, yeah. before he anybody makes a decision, yeah, yeah. you know? So I was just like, who, like, who is this guy, you know? He's like, yeah, man, I've been doing like, like stand up for like five, six years. We never seen this guy ever on the At scene. At an open mic. Right? Never on the scene. Never. We don't know this guy. And then like, uh, He's like, yeah, I've been doing it for a long time. I'm, like, I think I'm, 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 I'm good at it. And like, no, like, no good stand-up comedian says, yeah, I'm good at. You know, yeah. like, no one says that. You know, yeah. so we're just like, okay, like, we don't know who this guy is. Like, um, and then like, um, and then and then we were saying like, yeah, 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 the next show, yeah. So we're just like, the thing is like, he, did he tell you which he, guy? Yeah, he, yeah. He said, well, he, like, he said which guy, but it was a previous member that was part of our group, and uh, he joined us after we made it, yeah. and then uh, we kicked him out. So that's. Oh, uh, so yeah. y'all were T six. Yeah, it was five first, and then two years later it was six, and then four months ago we. Oh, the drama. Yeah, so I won't say names, but yeah. Oh, the drama. Yeah. I'm right now, I'm right, guys. Right now, I have I have a very miniature uh, teacup right now and inside that tea it's very it's piping piping <laughs> hot no he's good people like, like, no 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 he's he's good people man i can't i can't i can't say anything wrong about no him. no you're totally fine yeah I'm but like talking with you yeah but he's like he's he's good people but like he like the way he operated just didn't work with how we operated you know oh, and that's and that's just what it is and yeah it just was what it was and uh um yeah but anyways um yeah that, that's who that guy was referring to and um we were just like, yeah, okay. that's why y'all kicked him yeah, out. Yeah, we were like, yo, why are you telling people? No, I'm kidding. No, that wasn't even like, like we knew this guy was on BS, you know? Like, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, the guy who came up to us, so we were just like, yo, I'm like, like, no, no, just oh, like, for yeah. sure. <laughs> no, I understand that. Um, yeah, so I, I get, I get what you're saying. Like, we're where there's people who think they know what the game is like, what what's, what stand up is actually like. Yeah, but like, even I was having this conversation with. Um, I collaborated with um, one of my friends recently. We did a video oh, together. So I just realized I didn't get, uh, get to answer the question. Get to the question about GoFace about how like you guys are in a group and do y'all think in the future like there might be something happens mm -hmm. where like and y'all all get p pulled in different directions. Yeah. Like, do you think have y'all ever had that conversation? Oh yeah. Like um, we know, like so I didn't really understand this until maybe three months ago where like i always thought the group was like oh we're doing everything together you know we're trying to like mm. make make the group possible you yeah know? but it wasn't uh until um momo from t5 had this conversation with me he was like um because i me out of all the group members i tend to have ideas for the group that goes against what they want to do mm. so i tend to butt heads with some of the guys yeah. here and there now less likely but like at that time i was yeah and then he like momo is like analyzes me the most yeah so like he has he probably has the best understanding of who i am and how i act yeah so then we were having this, he was he just if he's being real with me he's having this conversation with me he's like he was telling me like yo like like the reason why i think this is because um because everybody in the group has other 
goals and initiatives. Yeah, like, that's what I thought. Yeah, like like outside of stand up or even within stand up as mm-hmm. well. Like um, like for example, like Rami is heavy on acting. You know. Yeah. Uh, Eunice is uh has music going. Uh, he's an artist. As yeah, well. he yeah, music. he likes music. Uh, Momo, like he has massage therapy. Um, he also has a series he wants to start that incorporates massage therapy on YouTube. Um, like and like even with me, like I have like I'm making content on TikTok. Yeah, and you whatever, do TikTok. You know, other stuff. But um, it's the way I thought about it in the beginning was, oh, like if we put more work in towards T5, T5 will help us grow. Mm. Right. That's the way I always thought about it. You know? Right. It's going to help all of us grow. So we all grow at the same time. Right. You know, which is still the case. Yeah. Right. Which is still the case. But um, the way most of the guys approach it is, no, we put in our work for our own selves, which in turn will grow t5 you know i like uh, yeah you know that makes sense so it's like and that's when i was just like huh you know it's like if that's the case then like i'm i'm okay with like because if if i wanted the group to just grow on a like a fast paced level Mm. you know i really wanted us like i know it's possible like we just keep posting we keep putting in the work and like like it's like planting the seed and like watering it and just like like having it grow and then we reap the fruits out of it you know but gotcha that's that's the way i i envisioned it but um if we're not doing that route that means it's it means the group will grow at a slower pace, you know. It's That's still growing, which is it's still growing, but at a slower pace. Mm. So, at first, I was uncomfortable with that. You know, I was just like, man, like no, like like we should all do this together. And yeah. Then, but in reality, it's like you know, we all have our own lives. You know, it's, it's it's respect. You know, it's like we we all have our own goals and initiatives that we want to accomplish. You know, outside of the group, and it's. Like there's no there's no shame in it, you know. There's no there's no oh man, how could you? Oh man, this and that, you know. It just means that it's going to take longer. Correct. And but, but but here's the thing: we're a stand-up comedy group, you know. First, before the content, before the podcasting, before all that. First and foremost, we're stand-up, and stand-up means you're at, you're in it for the long game, you know. Yeah. So that's like, and that's where it was just like, you know what, like, because I was like. Even though, like, like, yeah, I had the following, yeah, I had this. I still believe probably in T five at one point more than I believed in myself. You know, right, right. At some point, I was like, yo, this is this is like a, there's something special here. You it's, know? A, it's and a there still thing. is, and there still is, and there's like, there's, there's still that magic, and we're still like, um, but sometimes we'll like the only thing is that there's the inconsistency, you know. Mm. And the thing is, like, it's, I've. In the beginning, I was not comfortable. It's like, oh man, we're inconsistent. Oh, we're not like we're supposed to be doing this every week. We're supposed to be, you know. Yeah. I was just like, oh, man. I was getting like so frustrated. But then, like, I was like, yo, like it's, it's not even that serious. You know? Right. It ain't even that deep, you know. It's just like, um, and I just became comfortable with the fact that you know what, like this is going to take the time that it's going to take. Correct. Um, we're still ha- we still we're still growing the group. We're still making the group happen, and it's. Wherever it takes us, it's going to take us. So I, that's I, so to answer your question, like I don't think that, um, I don't think our the things that we do, like it'll, 
it'll take away from T5 and what we're trying to like grow, but it just means that it's on pause, you know? Let's, yeah. let's say for example, like uh, Eunice pops off, um, has Comedy Central, oh man, he's gonna be in a movie. Oh man, he's, like, he, let's say like he has all this stuff going on, mm -hmm. you know? Now we have to put a lot of the things for the group on hold. Mm. then we each have to own, work on our own things you know that's still and special for you, you know what yeah. i mean it doesn't mean that the group is disbanded no. or it doesn't mean that the group is you know it's always there and it's always gonna be it's always gonna be there so as like we we already had this conversation with each other knowing the fact that hey if and when things happen in our lives that we need to take a break from or put things on hold or projects on hold then it's gonna happen you know? yeah and so it's not like we, we've learned to accept that hey this is what it is. This is the game. And you know what? We're like, we'll always link up and come back to it when it's time. And that's, I love that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, thank you for answering that question. Cause, uh, I, I, the reason why I asked is cause I've been in that situation where, mm -hmm. um, you know, like I've been, there's certain things where I'm like, oh, this is the group. This is the thing. Like it all started from when I got into Sunglow, mm -hmm. uh, the improv troupe. I wanted to like shoot, I wanted to shoot YouTube videos. I wanted to do sketches and promoting and all that stuff, but the others weren't down and it was eight of us. Okay. Mm -hmm. A lot of us, uh, a lot of us were just like, Actually, no, I think I'm the only one now that still does like that's a stand up and does like comedy and professionally or whatever. But the others, they they all just uh, they work their nine to five and then they um, and they do improv comedy as an outlet. Like they saw improv as like a this is what I like to do. This is my hobby. Mm. Well, for me, I was like, this is my hobby. This is my fucking dream, dude. I mm. want to blow this up. Yeah. So. In a sense where I felt, uh, and now looking back, I'm like, I feel like I'm pushing. Now, I'm, am I putting pressure on Sunglow? You know what I mean? On Sunglow. Mm -hmm. So what I what I took out of it was anytime I'm w with a group or, or, or now, like within the past two years, there's a few people that I've worked with, uh, like content-wise. Uh, biggest example, Ryan or Kevin, Sone, these two guys, I've or Sammy or Morgan, but like uh, Ryan is the perfect example where he and I, you know, he's the one that fucking got me into TikTok. Mm -hmm. We started doing videos and everything. And anytime, and for the first year and a half, we did a shit ton of videos together and we had so many ideas and sketches and all that. And we had so much fun. Now it's not our primary thing that we want to do. And we want to, we want to do, uh, more Ryan and Ahmed stuff, but mm -hmm. it's like he's doing his thing and I'm doing my thing. Yeah. But we're still like there. Sometimes I get comments on my page asking like, I don't. I noticed that you and Ryan don't do videos anymore. Are y'all like not friends anymore? I'm like, no, he's still my roommate. Yeah. Like, but it's like when he's out of town. When he's out of town, I'm or yeah. When I'm in town, he's out of town and vice versa. Right. Right. Um. But I I saw him in Denver, you know, mm -hmm. and then you know we're staying together at this condo, and uh, we were gonna do videos together, but you know his girlfriend got sick, and then he was feeling sick. It's whatever, mm -hmm. but we still like we're still best friends. That's still my brother till the day I die. Mm -hmm. um, we're gonna go do uh, Ryan Ahmed and you, the show that you helped us tape by yeah, the yeah, way yeah. in November. <laughs> Um, but we're doing that in March. That was fun. Thank you. Yeah. The improv thing that yeah. we did. That yeah. was like, it's new. It's like a, you never see uh, improv done right after a, com you hear, a comedy show. You hear that, breadheads and breadcrumbs. So if you're in San Francisco, 
or just in the Bay Area in general, come to Ryan Ahmed and you. Uh, we're bringing it to San Francisco. Yeah. It is a really, it was, it was fun. It was a really, Thank really you. fun. Thank you. And I it, appreciate like, that. Like, if you think that crowd work involves the audience, like this is on another level of involving that. <laughs> yeah. With activity. We and, really you know, do. God, dude. And then you guys just work so well together. Like, I, I was just like, like, I mean, you guys are roommates. You know? Yeah. That's what Eunice so, was saying yesterday. He was mm-hmm. just like, I love you and, uh, you and um what's it called you and ryan's chemistry we, we've been told that a lot of just mm-hmm. the way we work together mm-hmm. um hold on before i know it's six o'clock so let's wrap it up um give me sending a text to his girl no 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 this guy i told the <laughs> <No>. guy <laughs> um wrapping up a pod no this guy uh very nice guy um his name is sashin kumar uh kumar oh Maybe you know him. No, Suchin. Suchin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Suchin. I know Suchin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's my guy. Um, yeah, yeah. He, like, just moved to L.A. This yeah, was, like, a little yeah. over a year he's ago. Actually, he's in Beverly Hills. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And um, and he, he moved to L.A. And he went – I was live on TikTok. And then he chatted. And then he was like, hey, Ahmed, I just moved to L.A. I'm a big fan of you. Can we connect? Yeah. <laughs> so I followed him back on TikTok. We started messaging. Yeah, Suchin's good. Suchin's good. Very nice guy. Great people, man. He is a good guy. Very man. nice I, guy. Uh, we had done a video together when I first uh, – when I was here two months ago in L.A. He was like – he came over um, – we had some cookies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, the same cookies you had. Yeah. <laughs> from really? Each yeah, hubs? Yeah, and from Waz. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, those cookies. Espresso, those are fire. The, the espresso cookies. Those were yeah. fire. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's good people. I should get him on this pod too. But yeah, um, no, Su- Su- Suchin's great, man. He's he's a good guy. Let uh, me let's wrap up. Okay. Um. Uh. Okay. What's a good piece of advice you were given? Mm-hmm. Who told it to you? And where were you in your life when you were given that piece of advice? I would say there's a quote growing up that my dad would always tell me, um, and it was, time is like a sword. If you don't use it to cut, it will cut you. Wow. So, like, when I was a kid, you know, like, I, I found myself, like, I always procrastinated even when I was a kid. Like, I always leave homework to the last minute. I find myself just, like, um, even till now, it's like I leave, like, it's like submitting an assignment at, like, 11.59, you know, like, you know, yeah. so, like, right before. Um, and even just, like, sometimes when it comes to prep, um, even for a show, like, I'll be, like, I was like, oh, man. Like, I looked over myself. I didn't really, like, like practice as much sometimes you know yeah so i find myself like on this like last minute like just on the whim you know right and a lot of times i find myself wasting time on on different things whether like not wasting time but i juggle too much um at the same time now at least yeah so yeah. like i there's my own stand-up comedy there's me doing content there's t5 there's um uh, right now, like I'm, I'm helping like, gas I'm, station. I, I, I the, I'm managing the gas station, and right now I'm helping my boy Moaz um, do cooking videos yeah. as well. And um, and even even with the content that I make, like I'm editing it all, and I'm like also like trying to make it like the best way that I could. And sometimes like I, I find myself like hanging out like with friends a lot of the times. It's all those things are great, you know. And I love doing all these things. Um, but this year was like the year where I was like um, now 2023 where i'm like yo like i need to really hone in and just focus and especially during this time it's like um this goes in with the same quote 
that my dad mentioned when I was younger, where it's your mid twenties or like your your twenties is like where you build yourself. And he said this in Arabic and Arabic. It's like This is your gold. Yeah. This is the time that you have right now is your golden time. Correct. And this time is where you you set those building blocks to get to where you need to get to, and what you need to do. So depending on how you use that time. And what you and where you're putting your time towards is like super crucial. So I try to find balance. Like sometimes I pivot. Do you, you have know? a Google Calendar? Do you have a planner? I do have a Google Calendar. And do you um, have a planner? You got time management. Time management is tough. I get it because mm. I'm on the same boat as you, especially uh, when it comes to spreading yourself too th- feeling like you're spreading yourself too thin. Mm-hmm. But you could you could make it work. You know, yeah. I mean, and, I'm and juggling he, two side gigs, stand up yeah. content, all that stuff, but I'm getting better at like slowing down mm-hmm. and really taking a few things a step back. For example, like the podcast, I wanted to bring that podcast back, but I'm like, I know I don't have to do vid- time and money to do video. So mm-hmm. let's just do audio. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to send you a podcast, <laughs> two mm-hmm. men in a podcast talking about <laughs> another podcast, but I'm going to send you a podcast about time management and burning out. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's really, it's very uh, informative. It's uh, it's Rob Deerdeck. Mm-hmm. I forgot what podcast is on that some like serious XM uh, show, but, um, but okay. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, but, but now I will say it in, in the Arabic accent, the way my dad told me time yeah. is like a sword. If you don't use it to cut, it will cut you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah. I can show you the world. <laughs> Dancing, shimmering, splendid. Anyways, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I feel that's what your dad gave you was really good advice. Yeah, because, it's um, uh, even I, when I, uh, I'm, I'm putting, dude, right now I'm thinking I'm putting shit off too, but I'm, dude, between you and I, like, that's why I'm, you just heard me on the phone. Of why that guy's like, why are you going to be in Istanbul for three weeks? And I was like, dude, I just want, there's so many things I want to get done, but being in LA or just being in America, I'm getting pulled in so many different directions. And uh, if I have, I'm in Istanbul, I'm there just vacationing, enjoying myself, Mm -hmm. but there's going to be days I have nothing to do, Mm -hmm. right? I I could finally write work on the one man show I want to finish writing. Mm-hmm. I, want, I could finally work on. I could always just record solo episodes if I need to keep it consistent. But I could just do what I finish writing, finish whatever you know, or editing or whatever project that I need to get done. But dude, I fucking love you, Yazid. Well, I'm so I, I glad. Lo- I love you too, bro. This yeah, is, this is fun. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna have you is, back. Yeah, I like the. I like the. I like the piece of advice uh, bit. I, I, now I'm excited to hear like from the previous episodes of like what Reem said. Oh, know? what Reem said, what Chase said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, I, I definitely wanna, listen. I want to I I hear their. I'm just gonna. So I'm not gonna listen to the whole thing, and I'm just gonna skip to the end. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. To be honest, each episode we put we say it in different, but it's usually around the 40 minute mark. But uh, um, um. Usually I have to share mine, but I don't think I have one, but it's okay. I'll come back with you guys for next week. But do we have any emails? Let me double check the email box and then we could wrap up because I got to call Sashin. You need to. Uh, well, I got to take you to Moad's place too. Yes, sir. Um, Khalas, we don't have anything. All right, guys, if you have an, a piece of advice you would like to share, just send it to mondayfundaypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, or you could... Um, Send us a voice message at speakpipe.com forward slash Monday Funday 
podcast. Again, I'm your host, Ahmed Al-Qadri, and today's guest was... Yazid Suleiman. How can they follow you? Um, I am on Instagram, TikTok, at uh, Yazido, Y-A-Z-I-D-O-E. Also, Instagram is Y-A-Z-D-O-E, because somebody took it from me ages ago, but that's a story for another time. But yeah, that's, uh, that's where you can find me, man. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you guys so much, and have a great one. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.